Israel's cabinet has approved a deal that will see the release of hostages held in Gaza by Hamas in exchange for a four-day humanitarian pause in Israel's air and ground campaign. Earlier this afternoon, I spoke with CNN's Oren Lieberman. Speaking from Tel Aviv, he told me there is now a 24-hour window for the deal to be appealed. Then we can start seeing the release of 50 Israeli hostages, women and children. And that, too, will play out over some time. It'll be 10 a day for for four or five days or so. Unclear where in this timeline the Palestinian prisoners, 150 women and children, are released. So this will take time. And part of that, it seems, is to make sure that the sides stick by the pause in the fighting such that it doesn't happen all at once. And so what do you know about the the so-called truce? So it, it will play out, uh, and the, the details have been very difficult to work out with, with sensitive negotiations. Qatar leading those negotiations, Israel, the U.S., Hamas, of course. Uh, it'll be 50 Israeli women and children released over several days in exchange for 150 Palestinian women and children held in Israeli jails. During that time, there will be a pause in the fighting as, as this hostage exchange for prisoners uh, plays out. It has a number of other details. For example, during the pause in fighting, Israel will not fly surveillance drones over Gaza for six hours a day. That will allow Hamas to move around uh, the hostages. Of course, it will also allow Hamas to move around their own forces. It has gotten sign-off from Israel's security bodies, according to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. And then, if this works out, there could be a continued pause in the fighting for a release of more hostages. The number could go as high as 70 or 80. Crucially, as of right now, the focus is right now on women and children. We're not talking about men. It also looks like we're not talking about uh, men or women of fighting age. So those who might have been soldiers in the Israeli military when they were kidnapped, that, it seems from what we're understanding right now, is an entirely different process that will take different negotiations. At the same time, Israel's leader promising the war is not over this is simply a pause in the fighting. And when this is over, Israel is still at war with Hamas. You mentioned the Palestinian prisoners, and again, that they are likely to be women and young people. Is any more known about why they are being held in jail? Not at this time, and that would have to be on a case-by-case basis, why they have been arrested. We don't have their identities yet. We also don't know who gets to choose who is released. Is that at the request of Hamas? Or does Israel get to, get to choose who is released as part of this prisoner exchange? That's one of, one of the details, one of many details, frankly, that we simply don't know at this point. Oren, I'm wondering if any of the families of the Israeli hostages spoke about the prospect of a deal and how they feel about it? So the families have spoken a bit. They're very cautious because they have heard a deal is imminent, a deal is close, and then suddenly it hasn't happened. Obviously, they're watching what's happening with Israel's political process, and they realize this is much more tangible and palpable. There are certainly differing opinions amongst the 240 or so families uh, who are waiting for hostages to be released. Not all of them Israeli, but most of them. They clearly, from, from the conversations I've had, want this to happen. Even if it's not all of them at once, the vast majority want the process to begin and, and can't wait for it to begin, frankly, to release hostages. In fact, one of the family members of the hostages we spoke with today was very optimistic. He said, look, 
even if my loved ones are not in the first 50, it means that a deal is possible, that there is enough trust in the relationship to begin releasing hostages, and that can only be a good thing to release more hostages. Who is going to take credit for this if it all comes off? (laughs) Probably a little bit of everybody in that case. Uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said it's a difficult decision, but it's the right decision, so he will likely take some credit. He gave credit to President Joe Biden. Everybody has given uh, uh, credit to the leaders of Qatar for being able to host these negotiations. And then we'll see that likely Hamas take credit uh, and blame and blame Israel for some elements of this not happening faster. So every party has their own interest in claiming some part of this deal. Oren, is there anything else you can tell us? It'll be interesting to see this get over the finish line. There are some uh, far-right parties in Israel who are objecting to this deal. They, they believe, at least some of them believe, that the right way to get this done is to keep essentially bombarding Gaza to get all the hostages released at once. That's simply not, not a realistic opinion. But it will be interesting to watch that dynamic play out in Israeli politics. And then, of course, when the pause in the fighting is over, what does this look like? Israel, Israel has been concerned that if there is a pause in the fighting, it will be difficult to resume the operations, frankly, the bombardment of Gaza at the same pace at which they have carried it out so far. That will be an interesting dynamic that has to be watched. And then let's not forget that in the middle of all this, Gaza is facing a dire humanitarian crisis with more than 12,000 killed in the Gaza Strip. How does that affect everything, frankly, because that is a key a key concern of the World Health Organization and so many others in the middle of all this. And that is CNN's Oren Lieberman.